get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Honestly Imperfect podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Danielle Bowen, who's a really good friend of mine, and she's also the founder of Bowen Yoga Mats. We take a deep dive into her career journey from being a weather presenter to designing her own line of beautiful luxury yoga mats. We delve into all the highs and lows along the way and all of those lessons that happen in between. So I know that you're going to love today's episode and make sure if you really enjoy it, I would love if you could share it on Instagram by taking a screenshot and tagging me at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can have a look and connect with you too. Let's dive in. Hey, Daddy, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. We're finally like, <laughs> we've spoken about this for a while, right? Like coming on. I know. So I'm going to throw you in the deep end from the get-go because I know how much you'll appreciate me for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what I've put together is three deep dive questions so that listeners can get to know you a little bit better. So number one is what is inspiring you right now? Oh, what is inspiring me right now? Peace, pockets of peace. So walks on the beach without my phone, drinking my coffee without distraction. For me at the moment, a big thing is peace. I just cannot get enough peace. Mm, I love that. And this kind of ties into question number two is what do you do when you want to feel more grounded in yourself? Oh, same thing (laughs) for me, like (laughs) peace and like grounding are so important right now, especially like if you're moving through any kind of transition, which I am at the moment. And so it's like, how can I get that in? So walks on the beach, also exercise. So yoga for me, anything to get me out of my head and into my body. And I feel like I say this all the time, but it's just so important. And as well, like going for walks and like picking flowers and anything like touching as well, smelling nature. But for me, it's massively outdoors at the moment. Mm. And lucky last number three is, and this will probably be the word that you've used already, but what word would you describe for your year so far? I feel like it's peace. Yeah, grounding in peace. Like I didn't realize that, but yeah, I feel or I've been finding my like inner peace. I just don't want to allow anything in to take up space. So for me right now, it's just trusting, even though it kind of feels sometimes like the world's upside down, but trusting the peace that I feel within me, even though I used to always want to fix things outside of me, but coming back to the peace inside me and like getting comfortable being uncomfortable when things are going on outside. But yeah, the answer to the question is like, yeah, it's peace. (laughs) No, I love it. And I think that's something that so many people can resonate with. And there's even like little reminders in there as well that sometimes we skip over. And there was another episode that I did with Bridget Murphy and 
we chatted all about burnout and stress. And one of the things that she said was when you have your morning coffee, actually sit with it because so many people, and I've done this myself, we have our morning coffee and then we're like, oh my God, did I even drink it? Because now I feel like I need another one because I wasn't fully present in that moment. So I think that's perfect. And you had a pretty interesting career before you started Bowen. So can you share a little bit about what your life looked like back then? So we'll go back in time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful question. I haven't gone here for a while. I think it was actually five years ago. I used to be a weather presenter for Sky News. Uh, it was my big dream job. So my hours were very early in the morning. So I was the morning presenter. So my alarm clock would go off at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I used to like always try to maximize sleep. So I was like, sleep as long as I could, like get in my car. And then it was just like the day started, like research, makeup, hair, like my first coffee. And then it was just for like nine hours. You're just on air constantly because we did the weather program for Sky News and then Sky News weather as well. So it was updating every half an hour. And that's when I got into quite a bad habit of drinking coffee to stay I guess, awake and hyper because I was doing that five days a week. And when that, you know, turns into months and then years, it has quite a detrimental effect to your body, which I found out. So my adrenals were shot and yeah, I was kind of just doing what I could to work those hours. And I just have such compassion for shift workers or, you know, people that are in those kind of hours because it's just it's torture for the body. And I think even as well, something that I would love to know your thoughts on, because obviously I wasn't waking up at 3am in the morning, but before I started my own business, I was working for someone else. So it's, it was really that rigid nine to five role. How did you find shifting from waking up at those times and being in that kind of energy to now running your business? Do you find that you slip into wanting to be in that go, go, go mode or how's that transition been? Yeah, no, that's really interesting, that question, because I remember when I first started, you kind of go forward with what you know, right? You forget that there's that healing or that transition phase. Oh, wait, I left there because I want a life where I slow down a little bit or I want to have more space in my day. But when you're starting something new, you're just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before. So I brought that frenetic energy in because I'd been in journalism for like over eight years. So I realized that I'm someone that works well with a deadline. I was putting this pressure on myself to succeed or to work a lot more at the start of my business. And then my body tapped out after a few months and was like, I can't do this anymore. And so that's when I really had to look in, okay, well, what do I want my day to look like? You know, I have the power to create my day, but definitely what you were saying. Yeah. I brought that from my years in journalism into my business, even though I started my business not wanting that. That's a really, really good question. Yeah. And something that I know you've done as well, because I've been lucky enough to be friends with you, is you've actually written a letter to yourself. I don't know if you remember this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I do now that you said it. I'm like, which letter are we talking about? (laughs) Can you share a little bit more about that? And I guess it was kind of stepping out and stepping away from the old and transitioning into the business and the way you wanted to work in your business. Was that something that helped you shed that belief system around that structured way of working? This is so funny that you're saying this now because 
the other day I was like, oh, I really need to write another letter to myself. And my head's like, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> but my heart's like, no, write a letter. Firstly, the answer to your question is yes. Because when I gave myself space and time to write the letter, I could be really honest with myself. And it's really scary when you're honest with yourself and you actually sit down and admit the cycle that you're playing in or admit the habits that you have or admit to yourself that, hey, the way I've been choosing to lead my life is not healthy for me, is not how I want to show up in the world. And so when I wrote that letter, it was like an open expression to myself and my heart to say, you know, let's let go of this, even though we don't know what it's going to look like once we do. And I feel that transition that is the scary part, right? Like letting go of what was and what we know to be in space and to allow something else to come in, even though what, what I had was toxic, but to allow the newness to come in, that's scary because I wasn't in control of it, right? I was like in terms of my rituals and how I showed up, but I didn't know the form that it would take, if that made sense. Mm. Yeah. And what inspired you to go from being a weather presenter to starting a line of luxury yoga mats? I guess, yeah, I just used to practice yoga on my days off when I was at Sky News to cope with the stress of the hours. And at the end of the yoga session, you have Shavasana and I would just cry. And it was like, I had this space in my heart to hear my truth. And my heart was like, what are you doing? You can't do this anymore. But my head, the story was like, oh, but you've wanted to be a weather presenter your whole life and everyone would kill for this job and da, da, da. And so I had that full battle of head and heart for quite a, like, a good six months before I actually did leave. And so that connection to my heart, I kind of was like a little bit of a light bulb. And I was like, I am not the only person that has this, you know, dilemma, the head and the heart, you know? And so then it just became a journey of play of, okay, well, I let go of this. What does my life look like? And so I played for a little bit. I did lots of different things. And one of the things that came through to me was watercolors. I worked with a life coach as well, just to like tap into how you move forward when your head's been fixated on something for so long. Yes, I tapped into watercolors. And then one day it was just like, why not make yoga mats beautiful, you know? And then from that, it was, okay, well, I want more people to feel into their heart space. I want more people to have that light bulb moment and live from their heart space. And I felt that the yoga mat and yoga was my way of doing that. So that then became, I guess, the portal or like the vessel to help people step into their hearts. And then that's how it became luxury yoga mats. And then, yeah, different designs have inspired me on my journey that I hope bring more people into their heart space as well. And they are beautiful. I've got one, which I absolutely, I love rolling it out in my yoga classes and people always come over to me and they're like, where's your mat from? It's stunning. Oh, I love that. Thank you. It feels like as soon as you roll that mat out, you're almost transported to just another place because it's not just a boring mat. They're absolutely stunning. And there's been a lot of love that's been poured into them, which you can definitely feel that. So You've had some pretty major wins along your journey. You've had Meghan Markle sit on one of your yoga mats with, I think, 
was Prince Harry there as well? Yeah, with Prince Harry on Bondi Beach. Yeah, that was a big, very big moment. <laughs> yeah. So what are some other highlights that you've had along the way? Oh, that's a very good question. I got yoga mats into Alexander Wang's Paris fashion show. I think this was like three years ago, which was also a really awesome opportunity that came through connections. But I guess the biggest one, rather than like results, is more trusting yourself and your journey. Because I feel at the start of my journey, I was definitely fixated on results. You know, I was very result driven because this is my new career, or I became like another label. But now, for me and the business, it's kind of like, how can I come back to the basics of that love of connecting to my heart? And how can I tap into my community and share, you know, this heart led life? Interestingly, it was about the result. And now it's about the experience of creation and play, which I feel yeah, is one of my biggest lessons and I guess proudest moments for me personally and for Bowen as well. Another one was I just brought out an artist-inspired yoga mat. I think I brought that out in November and that was just purely from following a feeling and I just felt to go down to a bookshop in Bondi and I met this beautiful girl and she ended up being an artist and her design is now on one of my yoga mats. And I was just like, when you're in the flow and when life is happening, things just keep moving, right? And I think bringing that into Bowen has been, yeah, one of the greatest gifts. That's so beautiful. And you touched on it a little bit, but what are some of the major lessons or hurdles or imperfect actions that you've had to take in the business journey so far? Imperfect actions. Ooh, I don't know why. I just keep going back to the start of my journey and I feel it's just taking action. (laughs) If that's like literally at the start, I'm not a planner. So I needed to take action. Like the time that I spent sitting and thinking, oh, is this the right one? Is this the wrong one? Like that is just wasted time. Like being in the heads, it's like you need to take action. And then if that doesn't work, that's okay. But then take other action, but don't sit and wonder and take the action that you think is going to be the most successful or that's going to get you a certain outcome. I guess that was a big lesson. And I remember as well, another friend, because this is what's coming to me, Gemma, who's got an incredible blog. And I remember um, I sat down and, and I wasn't really doing Instagram stories at the time. And we had a really frank conversation. And she was like to me, She's like, no one likes doing Instagram stories. She's like, you need to get out of your own way. She's like, you just need to start showing up. And she's like, whatever small step you take now is bigger than no step that you were taking last week, right? You know, and that really resonated with me. And I was like, okay, so rather than berating myself for not taking any steps, I decided to start showing up little by little. And I still go in waves with Instagram stories because I feel for small businesses, it's such a journey. And so, as long as I'm taking a small step, that's better than no step at all. I love that. And what were some of the things that you used to, I guess, work through facing that fear of showing up and finding that consistency? Is there anything that you tapped into or what advice would you give to other people who are maybe feeling that right now? 
take action. <laughs> no, I'm just like sitting here and I'm like, yes, what would I do? Because I feel like I'm sometimes in that place of resistance. Yeah, sitting and thinking about it is not helping you. Like you just have to suck it up sometimes and just press record. Because I remember even you and I have had chats and, you know, to our, sometimes to my detriment, we get into the how and, you know, like, what, how can we pull this apart? And you're, you're just like, Danny, sometimes you've just got to like sit down and be quiet to that mind of yours and just show up. And I feel that's it. It's just about showing up. Like if you try to be perfect, if you try to curate it too much, it just doesn't work. You just have to press record, write the letter, whatever it is you need to do, like you just have to do it. And there's no way around it sometimes Like you can wait until you feel good, but you might be waiting for a while. I know, right? And I think as well, it's knowing the difference when it's resistance or when you actually need a break and you need to step away. And most of the time it is resistance. And even for me yesterday, I was writing something and I kept I would write a little bit and then I'd go, okay, I need a break now. And I'm like, no, you don't need a break. Sit down, stay there and finish this. And that process happened about three times throughout that journey of writing what I was writing. And then I got to the end and I was like, what was that? That was so weird that I kept feeling the urge to step away from it because maybe it was a little bit challenging or Maybe it just wasn't lighting me up in that moment, but I followed through and then those feelings of like accomplishment and everything came, which was really good. So yeah, I think just knowing that difference between the two. Yeah. The place of sitting and not taking action sometimes is worse. Well, a lot of the time I feel is worse than when you show up and actually do what you feel to do because writing, right, excites you and, you know, completing a task for a client excites you. Same for me. If I record a video, it makes me feel really good. But I also sit here for days sometimes and I'm like, oh, no, can't do it, won't do it, not, not happening, not happening. And yet when I do it, I am like on the biggest high, I'm having a great, but the resistance is like literally carrying like a sack of potatoes off a mountain and you're like, I want to drop the potatoes. And it's like, why? Why is it like that? Uh, I don't know. I love it. I feel like so many people will listen to this and will go, I resonate with that so much because I think that's something that we all experience throughout almost every day of running a business. You know what? And this is the other thing I want to say, because I feel I fall into this with Bowen as well. I'm also like, you know, do what you love, do what you love with your business. Yeah. Do what you love. But like, sometimes I like standing my own way and I'm like, no, (laughs) sometimes doing what you love is really hard. Doing what you love feels light. Yes. But it's also sometimes challenging to be like, okay, I'm going to put everything aside and I'm going to like do that thing that I really love to do. So I find that it's this like, yes, do what you love, but also know that it comes with its challenges. Definitely. I was having this conversation last night on the couch. I was like, I absolutely love certain parts of my job, but with that job comes me needing to be 
an accountant sometimes, me needing to do customer service and all these different elements that they don't bring me joy, but they just come along with the parcel of running a business. Um, so I think it's, it's realizing that. And if you can outsource those things, amazing, but not everyone can actually do that. So I think it's being really honest about that because sometimes, you know, there's advice out there that is like, just outsource everything and do what you're naturally really good at. But sometimes when you're a startup, that's not totally possible. And you do have to wear all the hats, even if they're a bit ugly and warped. (laughs) (laughs) You do. You have to wear all the hats at the start. I still wear all the hats. And then even allowing, you know, like outsourcing, right? That's even a journey in itself. Constant journey. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. So we could chat all day and usually we do. I would love to know, is there any little piece of wisdom that you could share with someone listening who's starting their business or they're in the thick of it at the moment and they just need to find a little bit more magic in their day? What advice would you give to them right now? I would say allow yourself to play. Like don't take it so seriously, even though I can get in the serious. I know we've had these discussions about the seriousness, but it's so magic when you allow yourself to play with it, take off the weight of the business or like the weight of the idea and just play because when you play, that's when space opens up and opportunities can come in. But when, you know, you're feeling very constricted and heavy and that life is, you know, a little bit stuck, it's like when you need to like put your favorite song on and get up and do a dance to get the energy moving. But I just feel allow yourself to play with your business. That's why, you know, you've created it in the first place, right? Because you want to give joy in some way, in some form, in some expression. So yeah, I feel like that's the biggest piece. And I feel, you know, I started a business because of joy, because of play. So it's like coming back to that space would be my biggest piece of advice that I'm also going to take on right now. (laughs) (laughs) And so am I. That is beautiful. I think that's the best piece of advice I've heard in a long time. So thank you. And where can people come and connect with you and get a yoga mat and do all the things? So you can get a Bowen yoga mat on bowen.com.au or you can come onto our Instagram at at Bowen Yoga. That's B-O-W-E-R-N Yoga. And then, yeah, doing lots of fun things at the moment and moving forward if I just get out of my own way. (laughs) Well, we'll follow you for the journey. I think we're all right alongside you. So don't even worry. Thank you you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.